You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey podcaster, meet Acast. We're the top independent podcast network for creators in the know. We empower you to develop your podcast idea, find your audience, and grow listener relationships wherever those listeners are. You'll also find a whole range of ways to make money, from membership plans for paying fans to our fully curated and creative advertising experience. Visit acast.com slash network to find out more. Acast, for the stories. This is a crowd podcast. So just to slip in to this episode, a trigger warning. Um, later on in the episode, I will be talking about breath play and bags over heads. So if you get nervous a little bit about breath and breathing and choking, then just be aware that it's going to come up. But it's also spoken about in a very safe way. So if you want to do breath play and you want to know how to do it safely, fucking, fucking do your research and have a listen. Curious fuckers. Mm, my baby. I was going to say my baby boys, but I don't know where that <laughs> came from. My baby boys? My baby my boys specifically. My ba- <laughs> but boys my spelled B-O-I, obviously. <laughs> my baby boys. Boy. And then every everyone else too. All the other genders, although we shouldn't really be like ba- baby boys. Like you've had enough privilege. Hey babies. <laughs> hey babies. Hey cuties. Curious hey. fuckers. Cure for fuck's sake. Like, I don't know what, who are we? going, but like. Hello, we? welcome back know. to Fucks Given by Come Curious. I am Florence. And I am Reed. I'm like having a bit of a sweat today. I'm ready for right? the sunshine. Oh my shit, um, she's got sunnies on. <laughs> yeah, if you're watching this on YouTube. Did it? Got her sunnies on. Whoa. <laughs> I've got props. <laughs> <laughs> but you've also got your sunglasses on and a pillow next to yeah, you. Yeah, I have pillows next to me to try and make the sound better. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's less echoey. It's a whole world of events. Can you see the pillow? It's a whole thing. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Oh, well, welcome to my desk bedroom. Mm. If I yawn, I'm apologise because for some reason, I'm apologise. As soon as I sat down here with these cushions, I couldn't stop yawning because I think the cushions reminded me of my bed. Yeah, comfortable <laughs> mode, relaxation mode. Like, mm, let's do I am this. So excited to hear from Reed because I know that she's been storing up 
some dating stories just to tell me on the podcast because she was like i need oh your God. reaction your first reaction <laughs> to happen live in front of the whole wide world you were like how did the dates go i was like oh no 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 this oh, i'm no. gonna save this for the podcast because <laughs> I, like, I can't Ooh. fucking wait to tell you but i have That's to warn easy. you guys i feel like shit today but i think it's because i've had so much fun in the past couple of five days and i've done too much and i'm on a, like a massive fun come down like a drop in serotonin oh, i'm just like calm down. fun come down i've just had too much fucking fun which is great yeah. it's like i've literally had a year's worth of fun in like five days <laughs> <laughs> oh, and my body my pathetic body's like please no you've had a year of rest what is this well, can't handle we're, it we're all sitting here like really eager now because we want to hear what you got up to because oh. obviously it was too good to tell me okay right I need to know now there's so much okay i'm gonna try and go through it quick so (laughs) friday tell us everything (laughs) all right okay everything friday i had a daytime date with somebody who is a tickle fetishist and it was the first time that he ever met anyone else with a tickle fetish um which was really fucking cool and it was like old classic way of meeting somebody it was through a friend because he doesn't have social media so it was like oh it was through vex um from four chambered heart which is amazing yeah really cool um and i remember the first time i met somebody with a tickle fetish the nerves oh my god i was like nearly sick with nerves and i hardly ever get nervous it's normally excitement so yeah that was like i could i sympathize how he felt and that was a really cute date we had some margaritas chatted a lot about tickling of course couldn't play but in the evening i went to my second date (laughs) with two dates in one day Two dates in one day. Absolute slut fest. Yeah. You are it's like my favourite thing to do. slut, mate. <laughs> such a day slut. I love it. And of course, I'm very honest about it, but I've just had um, a talking to by my therapist today saying like, maybe two dates in a day is too much for your body to handle. Because I had like a moan today. I was like, why can't my body keep up? Uh, she's like, okay, she's I think like, you need to... Slow the fuck down, Reed. Slow the fuck you down, right? You don't need to go on two dates in one day. Wait, it gets worse. It gets worse. <laughs> Wait, I guess it's more intense oh shit um and so this second date was fucking incredible and they've given me permission to talk about it um and it was with a a girl um a lady a mistress that i met off of fet life um and her and what drew me to her profile was that like like she's dominant and an absolute sadist and i'm a masochist like i fucking love being pushed to my limits um and her partner as well they play with their partner so two doms basically i went on this date and how instantly, does that work in a relationship um so she is exclusively submissive to him so oh, doms wow. everyone else but is only exclusively submissive for him um which is fascinating and that honestly is fascinating I, they were so cool Maybe like i met up with them, them on the podcast <gasps> I, I wonder if they would you know i wonder one of them's a teacher so like well it will have to be like you know hidden identities yeah um so met up with them and instantly disarmed instantly got on with them the humor was there they were such a great couple and ended up going back to theirs and they were fucking professional she is a professional dominatrix and i don't know if he's professional but he's like super into rope um but they had a full fucking rig rope rig in their living room like it looked like a swing set without the swing basically it was amazing Uh they had everything and what would I um, guess say about that? Come around for a coffee, jump on my <laughs> rope rig. <laughs> my 
rope break? I I don't really know. But anyway, that you could tell that they were fully in the lifestyle. They were like, do you want to come see the chest? They had a full chest of drawers of like, one drawer it was all these different types of dildos. Wow. The next drawer it was all these different types of floggers. Next drawer it was wow. all these like, like ball gags. I was like, I'm in love with you guys. Like, you're amazing. Um, wow. And they were just so smart and so on it and like knew the psychology behind it the physical stuff like he does um i think some kind of like mixed martial arts stuff so he Mm. understood what bodies are like and and she works in i don't know if i can say this you know i'll find out i'm sure but like works in healthcare um and so they know when it comes to uh flogging choking breath play all that kind of stuff they know what's too far and what to be careful far. with and that was it was so fascinating talking about breath play and the different types of breath play with them like choking you know he doesn't like doing choking because that's more dangerous because of the you know like crushing the wind box instead yeah, you yeah, have yeah. to do it in a specific place compared to putting a bag over somebody's head compared to using like um, using waterboarding and like drowning somebody, of course, because you get secondary drowning. So yeah. they were just so fucking in the know, and it made me feel so safe. I Could had a bag just... over my head. Wait, Sorry. what? I, mean, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> um, I was just gonna say, like, yeah. where on your throat is safe to choke? Because I know that a lot of people love choking. Yeah, love choking. So you do not push on that wind box bit, on that front bit. That's the yeah. bit, that's the dangerous part. You want to be able to, um, uh, like, basically squeeze the sides of it. And Please look this up if you're doing choking, because I'm not a professional, I don't know. But it's not the, the pressing on the wind box, the voice box. It's, it's the, the bit around. Bits. Yeah, Interesting. Yeah. Okay. It's not, it's not, Good and also, know. like really good to know and like i was he was like holding his hand over my mouth and holding my nose as well and that was like so you had a bag over your head let's just right okay let's circle back so he was really excited because again being like they're really into fear play which again i'm into fear play too so it really (laughs) fucking works fear play is like playing on the fact that like yeah breath play obviously works in it because it's it's seeing the fear of like oh my god i need this to stop now and i'm getting turned on just talking about it right now (laughs) So he was really excited. He's like, I've just bought a bag, like a, a roll of bags. And I was like, oh my God, bags. I've never had a bag over my head and I've always been interested to find it out. Would you mind oh. having a go? And yeah, I had a bag on my head. Like, and, and I was like suffocating. It was fucking incredible. I don't know if it turned me on, but I loved the fear around it. The fear was like insane. Um, so <laughs> Fucking hell. The reason why that I met up with them is because she's really into tickling people. Like it excites her. And of course me having a tickle fetish i was like oh my god let's put this into play he's not so much but he's into the breath play anyway they were both like i was tied up i was like being fingered and fucked and fucked with a dildo and it was so intense um and then they were like tickle torturing me and that was like the best fucking bit like it was so fucking good and of course they were just amazing because they were like I had a gag in my mouth. I was really fucking loud. I had a gag in my mouth and they would remind me in the moment, you know, if you cannot say your safe word, if you cannot like, you know, remember tap out uh, and they were checking constantly, like, are you okay? Wow. And I'd be like, I'd come out of like a breath play moment. Like, <gasps> oh my God, that was amazing. Holy fucking shit. That's crazy. Um, and the aftercare as well. Have afterwards, you done was just play perfect. Like that Not like that. Not with professionals. 
Yeah, so the, I, I found out that I really like breath play whilst being tickled. It has like a whole new element of fear to it. Um, but of course, have to say, don't just go and put bags on people's heads. Like, and don't think that you're good at breath play because these guys knew what the fuck they were doing. They did a lot of research. They were literally they, health professionals. Health professionals. And they knew what they were doing. They even gave me before, well, uh, it was actually afterwards, but they had a list of their do's and don'ts written out on a document. You know, they, they were in the know. They had they had done this before. Um, and so it was it was a lot of like checking in. And because there's two of them, you know, instead of one, it was fucking intense. Like with, when there's when it's one on one and you're being dominated by one person, you both have a break. When there's two, there's no fucking break. Um, and so afterwards we had we had the really nice aftercare bit which was lovely they were perfect they were like we've got a weighted blanket we all cuddled up on the sofa we all like checked in as well um but they were like you know how was that for you what did you like what didn't you like and we were just like chatted and funnily enough even though I felt so comfortable I ended up starting to panic I, I had like waves of panic because of the breathing my body was being tricked into going into fight or flight mode um, and so, of course, I just had to like have a moment and refocus my breathing and calm my fucking nervous system down and be like, remind yourself, hey, you are in a safe environment. I know that was super intense. Wow. But yeah, that was it was fucking amazing. And we're still chatting and I absolutely love them. They're amazing. Are you I can't see wait to play again? with them again. Absolutely. Absolutely. That sounded. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard anything like that before. It was a dream come true, Florence. I got double domed by two sadists wow. and tickle tortured. It was, oh my fuck, oh my fuck indeed. I don't even. And know. then I'm I was actually speechless. <laughs> like, what even do I say to this? Like, I'm so happy for you for having that experience. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, I felt like this is my people. This is what I've been wanting. Yeah, um, that is and so then- cute. I was like this is why I'm on Fet Life to find like-minded people this yeah. is where I've, ha- I've been felt so like unsatisfied because feeling like that I don't have people on my level and then finding people that I was like oh my god you guys are absolute freaks and I, I'm a freak too like it's just I'm amazing too I found my freak I even even messaged them and I was like hey I've just bought a pack of like black latex gloves because I'm really into them and the the guy was like oh my god I'm super into black latex gloves too and I was like oh my god this is fucking great like lube them up and like let's do some like medical play shit I'm like so down Oh my god, you sound so happy as well when you're talking about it, which oh, like, so happy. brightens my heart too. Thank you. I feel like this is this is the me. This is the me I've been waiting for for the past, <gasps> I was going to say seven years. It's kind of deep to <gasps> Thomas. Sorry, Thomas, love you. Uh, uh, used to love you. <laughs> <laughs> used to love you. <laughs> used to love you. Love you like a brother now. It's cool. <laughs> Um, it's cool it's cool it's cool it's cool cool. I mean it's actually Uh, crazy though like it's it's great that you are able now to explore like everything that you wanted to and find people that you can fully connect with as well Um, and go further with it go further with it there's like you know they're like there's so much stuff I've wanted to do and I haven't had the confidence to say like yeah I want to do some piss play stuff because people are like whoa hold on hold up and they're all like super into it so yeah Yeah. it's gonna be great um okay and then a quick roundup the day after I had another I went to a barbecue and then I fucked an old colleague which was great oh yeah 
at the, at the house party party. No wonder you're fucking great. ill and like tired and. And then, and then the day after, I had a picnic date with another guy off a field. <laughs> and then last night, I went to <laughs> last night I went to um, Club for Botans Tears for Beers, um, where they like basically vet you and check if you're like okay to be a member. Amazing! How did that go? Oh, it was great. It was really great. It was really hard because of social distancing. You were kind of really stuck to your table. So mixing and socialising was so hard. Um, But, oh my God. And before that, I did a tickle session. I did a a paid for tickle session during the day at Mama Shelter Hotel. What? (laughs) So this is why I feel a bit crap because I've had so much excitement and now I'm like, oh... Someone, My serotonin someone, is someone paid you to tickle them? Yeah, uh, no, I got paid to be tickled. And it was like, I got paid to have basically my fantasies come true. And it was fucking amazing. And it was the first time I've ever had a clitoral orgasm whilst being tickled. This was like a life-changing moment. And I got paid for it. That's fucked. I mean, that's amazing. That's crazy. <laughs> that's so this is, there's so much has happened and so i'm I probably got... gonna have a huge crash brain burn, can't but... compute all new information i'm so happy i finally feel like the best version of myself man yeah. i feel so good that is so, it was good. so fucking good oh and for anyone yeah. that doesn't feel the need or desire to experiment with breath play have their back like head in a bag yeah. and be tortured then that's cool too We're yeah that's absolutely you. cool you're a, like vanilla I'm is cool here for you i'm, I'm just an absolute level. i'm a sicko that i've had really unsatisfactory sex for most of my life when people that have that enjoy vanilla have probably had really great sex you know i have fucking great sex yeah, you have great sex, please. I had sex three times this week and it was amazing hey, too. Hey. <laughs> so you're like, but I have nothing else to say. It was just good. Oh, that was love. That's lovely though. Like great, wonderful vanilla we sex did is it. just beautiful. We did it with the blinds up at night. So Ooh. obviously everyone's, you know, the people in the building opposite could have a peek in if they wanted to. Mm, I hope they did, that's and I hope they had a little, I, that's how I roll. little fiddle. <laughs> <laughs> little fiddle diddle over there. Get little the binoculars out. Oh, wouldn't you? They're more She's like, like the, th- <laughs> the theatre glasses. Like, mm, yes, I see they're at it again. Yes. I don't I know why that's my theatre voice. love that, though. Like, that rear window Alfred Hitchcock film, where there's, oh, like, a yeah. whole, like, murder thing going on in the flats above, and he's just, like, sitting there, like, watching it all. That is... I love people watching. And if something was happening in the building opposite me, I would be like there for the drama. We're not talking about murder though, right? We're talking about sex stuff. Yeah, just to talk about sex. <gasps> no, stuff. your face, you the... were like, maybe murder. I was like, <laughs> maybe I would love to like see some murder mystery go on on the building. I thought there was some crazy like shit going on um, <gasps> the building when I first moved in. I was like, because there, there was a security guard, but I thought it was a policeman. I was, I was like, oh my God, there's a policeman like scouting out. Oh, I saw out. that guy, yeah. Yeah, and then there was like a lady who was trying to get into a door and she couldn't get in. And then later on in the day, she was leaving with a suitcase. I was like, what is going on? Mm. The drama. The drama. The drama. But I also wanted to, this is like, we 
I mean, we've talked. We're basically not doing this episode properly because we yeah, we we we've be done this the about, wrong way round. We, we're supposed to be chatting about how we met, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've done the fun but bit first. I also like my like not my update, but I saw something on TikTok this week that shook me. <gasps> yeah, and oh, it shook you. Whoa, shook me to my very core. Um, basically it was a, it was a lesbian content creator and she was like, I have loads of guy friends and I always ask them, like, they always give me all the tea on like how they feel about their girlfriends and like girls in general. And she was Mm -hmm. giving like, like certain things that they do or say that, and like how, if, if it's true or like how you should feel about it and like weird, like little facts that she learns. Learns, mm. learns. Nice from one. Them. Cool. Going <laughs> English. Cool English there. <laughs> Great. Um, and one of them was, guys aren't attracted to you for five minutes after they come. Wow. And she was I like, wonder how true that is. But that I like. Is that a, like a hardcore science fact, or is that like something it's that what her mate said? Okay. So, but that. That would make a lot of sense. You know, like that's kind of like a evolutionary caveman type thing. Like I've given you my seed. I got to spread my seed somewhere else because yeah, I need to populate the planet. But yeah. that's so fascinating. I, know. I also we wonder if it's like a, a shame thing as well. Mm. Yeah. Any any guys out there listening to this and don't have to be straight, you know, I, it would be really fascinating to know because I know that they do get a different surge of chemicals yeah. when they've uh, like when they've come. Like women get exactly. like chemicals of like, I need to be held and cuddled and looked Love after. Me. Yeah, protect me, yeah. caveman from this like fucking dinosaur about to eat our potential child. Yeah, exactly. Um, unborn child. But the, guy, the guy's just like, <sighs> ew. ew. Yeah, like, oh, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> And you I'm coming you like give this me a moment like, this like hit me hard because the other day after I finished having sex my partner was like you always look so like disheveled after sex and like <laughs> I always use the word disheveled I can't remember it, what exact word he said but I always look mm-hmm. fucked no I think he said you always look fucked after we like have sex like, but like that's duh. hot that's um, hot because my hair is always just like it's like a haystack afterwards. My yeah. hair is not hot after we have. Sex. It's not. <laughs> Please it's like, take a picture. Please after you oh have sex, God. I want to see this hair. Okay, this and then hair. like if I was wearing makeup, the makeup's like halfway down my face, and I'm just but like. But I think that's so red. hot. My chest goes so red, and my face uh, is all flushed. Yeah. And I'm like sweaty. I love the makeup thing. I think that's so sexy. Like I will put on makeup just to fucking it and have it all like run down my face and be disheveled yeah. and like smear. Only thing I just I mean, don't like it on my on my bed yeah. sheets. I'm like that's annoying. I was like, oh, I was like, but do you feel, still find me sexy though? Oh, and what did he, he say? He, he was like, well, yeah, obviously. But okay, in, okay. In the back of my mind, I was like, no, you're lying. You fucking liar. You fucking oh, don't. Fuck. You think I'm disgusting for the next five minutes after you came. Fuck. I don't know how true that I is. I can... tr- you know what as well? Yeah. Because sometimes the guy will come first and then he'll mm-hmm. finish you off. But if he yeah. was like that repulsed by you after sex, like surely he wouldn't finish you off. Yeah. Yeah. But so many guys don't finish you off. That's true. That is true. And also it depends on what we mean by attraction as well, because attraction is not like, you know, that the attraction is so different for different people. Attraction might just be like, 
like not that I'm repulsed by you. That I mean that's that's fucking harsh. It could literally just be like, oh, like I'm I'm done with this situation. I could quite happily sit on my own for the moment. You know, I don't think it's like as harsh as we're making it out to be. Like I yeah. don't want to be anywhere near near you. I don't like you. I don't fancy you. I don't think it's like that. Maybe we need. To I get think this it might just be like a- on the podcast. Oh my god, yes. I think that's a great idea. Like, yeah. just sounds amazing. I'll try and find that video again, but you know, once it's gone, mm. it's fucking gone on TikTok. Yeah, never that's true. I don't think I, I don't know if I liked it or favorited it. Shit. I mean, hmm. I won't believe this until I see some hardcore facts, basically. I need yeah. some fucking science all well, up in here. As much as, like, that's great asking your friends, that's not everybody, and that's no. not, like, also, I need some. What I thought was that I'd bring it to the table. For oh yeah, episode. for the discussion. For, for the discussion. And then like maybe when we get a guy on the podcast, we can bring it back to the table and we can circle bring, back so that we like bring our, it the back. curious fuckers can be in on this little discovery journey of whether this is a a thing. We just or have to ask every True dude that's on or there. False. Fake news. Jesus fucking Christ. Hello, I'm Alan Cumming. And I have a new podcast called Alan Cummings Shelves. You see, I have quite a few shelves in my house that are sort of a museum of my life. In each episode, I'm going to take an item off my shelves, tell you why it's there in the first place, then start to talk about my memories of it. And then I chat with a friend who's involved in those memories. I've spoken to Ian McKellen about a hemp bracelet that he bought me on a nudist beach we visited together. Cindy Lauper about a pair of white leather gloves I wore on Broadway. And you even get to hear Jerry Halliwell talk about my Spice Girls lunchbox. And that is not a euphemism. I have some really amazing guests coming on to chat, so I just hope you will join me. And all you have to do to do that is to search for Alan Cummings Shelves, wherever you get your podcasts from. See you soon. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow. <laughs> I could really use Current. (laughs) I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Hey podcaster, meet Acast. We're the top independent podcast network for creators in the know. We empower you to develop your podcast idea, find your audience, and grow listener relationships wherever those listeners are. You'll also find a whole range of ways to make money, from membership plans for paying fans to our fully curated and creative advertising experience. Visit acast.com slash network to find out more. Acast, for the stories. All right, enough about scary situations and unconfirmed facts. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let's get on to the actual point of this episode, which we're now going to have to rush through. Yeah, rush through. And also people are going to be sitting there like, boring. All right, get get back to the fucked up shit, please. (laughs) 
um but kind of like you know the way that we met each other was not conventional no, in the slightest not. and the way that we met and the way that we started this was cool as fuck yeah very proud yeah it was mm-hmm. like we you had like we both had like a massive interest in porn which i think we both discovered in our university journeys yeah which is quite random. Mine was more like, I was really into like cinematic, kind of like feminist porn, Mm -hmm. like erotic cinema, very like, because like I was was coming from like a fine art moving image background. So Mm -hmm. I was seeing it more on the like, I really want to make like the most beautiful cinematic porn that you've ever seen. Porn that wasn't out there. No one ever does that. Mm -hmm. Most you ever saw was like the nice stuff on Tumblr now and again. Yeah. And even then. So... Mm. yeah as you do i just like found a really dodgy porn job in london and moved up there (laughs) oh man i did the same thing i came from like a television kind of studying background and i wanted to make what i thought was porn so all the commercial porn that you see the shit stuff the stuff that's like yeah commercial hardcore because that was the stuff i was watching at the time and i didn't even think about it being nice and so i was like okay I want to make porn. I want to film porn. Um, and yeah, found a dodgy porn job in Marlebone in London. Um, I actually, <laughs> to this day, can't deal with Marlebone because it but, gives me PTSD. Yeah, the tri- it triggers, right? I'm just it's like, really that was triggered. the place we worked for that really fucking dodgy company. Um, I, we've never really even spoken about it either no. because it's so fucked up. It is a fucked up situation. Like I can't, I don't even know if we can even, I don't even want to go into the details. Uh, we should. Because it was so fucked up. We should, up. because like porn is really glamorized. And I know that there's a lot of people, you know, you've got two sides of it. It's like, wow, the porn industry, it's just like sex, drugs, money, yeah. like hot people. Then you've got the other side, which is the exploitation. Exploitation? Is that a right, yeah. real word? Exploitative? Ex- exploitation exploitation and like people doing it for the wrong reasons and yeah and like we were i mean we were just really naive in that situation like i had no idea what the porn industry was like i just i didn't i hadn't even ever watched that much porn Mm -hmm. all i knew is that i wanted to get some experience filming people have sex Mm -hmm. because i was like this is something i'm obviously gonna have to feel comfortable with yeah if i want to shoot porn and they were paying. It was a weird Google search. Yeah, it was a, they it was was a Google us. search. This is how Florence and I met. We met through working on this set, on this com- yeah. with this company, which is kind of yeah. like beautiful in the fact that like we just hit it off straight away and we were like, oh my God, like we clicked yeah. instantly. It was, it was like, it was a true friendship. It was love at first sight. It really was. Yeah. And like, because the weird thing is, is that obviously you had been shooting your own porn. Mm-hmm um before so i started at this company and i was like not gonna lie i have zero experience but i can use a camera and i want to do this yeah um and for some reason they were like um okay cool uh come on board but we're gonna get this girl in to like help you out with the filming Mm -hmm. so you can like kind of like learn the ropes and she's gonna like you're gonna do two camera work and Mm -hmm. Um, kind of, you were kind of my mentor, I guess. They kind of hired me, hired you as my mentor, which is mad because you had more camera experience, but I just had like more porn experience because I was already working yeah. in the porn industry anyway, and like kind of doing my own my own like little yeah, exactly. movies and shit. Um, but I mean, the reason why it was dodgy is like we didn't really 
we could we can't be blamed we were lied to a lot at the beginning and we didn't clock oh my god like the lies were unreal were like they were mad i remember like the first time i was like well the time that i was interviewed for the job the guy that ran this shady business um who was like you know in his 40s or something Mm -hmm. maybe 50 um he he was walking around marlebone and he legit knew everyone yeah like he was the guy that waved to everyone and they'd be like oh hi like they knew him yeah, it did exactly and then the he'd same be pointing thing. out he'd be pointing out like oh yeah look there is the big office where we do all like the corporate stuff and like pointing to this building and he was like, i'll take you there one day yeah he did the um, same he also took me did he take you into that hotel as well? Because he was like, we're going to film in this hotel. Oh, he went into this hotel. Yeah. The staff in the hotel knew him. And I was just like, okay, cool. Like everyone else in Marlborough knows this guy. Seems like, legit. So it can't be that. Like it, how would I, how would we have known that we were being lied to? Yeah, well, we didn't know. We didn't know for a good what, couple of months did we work there for? Yeah. On and off a couple yeah. of months. Um, and things started mm-hmm. unraveling and started... But like it was dodgy anyway because the way basically this company said that they were making porn. The way that they marketed themselves was we are making porn audition pe- videos for people for men mm-hmm. specifically who want to become porn stars. So they would come to this tiny little office in in Marlebone, um, and they had to pay pay to a lot of be money involved. Um, and then we would film it and we would film them fucking a girl. Um, while like we were directing and filming the whole thing and then they said that they would send these audition tapes to the bigger office and if they went through then they would become porn stars and we thought that was true because we had already we been yeah we had already been pointed out that there was like the big offices over there yeah. and they had an even bigger office um, over in America or wherever it was and it was just it was on I a had big no scale. idea how porn works so I was like yeah, yeah he was like obviously people have to pay to audition because otherwise any old person would come in and audition and they just use it as a free shag yeah and I was like oh yeah that kind of does make sense yeah when actually in reality if you want to become a porn star you start creating your own content putting it up on twitter and that's Mm -hmm. and and actually putting yourself out there nobody auditions for porn no you can that is not a thing you can get a casting couch and i think because we have this idea of the casting couch like Mm. it's been made into porn we think that's how it works and it really doesn't it's like it's almost like a trope it's a fantasy that the porn industry have created to be like yeah okay all these women want to come in like well let's fuck them on a, on a sofa and see if they if they've got what it takes because a lot of people think they want to do porn they're like well i love sex yeah. i'm great at sex so therefore i may as well be paid for it and still to this day I, I i still get asked oh how do i get into the porn industry how do i do this lots of people think that they could i literally at that barbecue i had at the weekend the guy was like oh you're in porn i want to be a porn star i was like okay cool like make some content of you wanking with your face in and put it up on Twitter and then we'll have a conversation. And he was like, oh no, I couldn't do that. It's like, well, why do you think you can fucking do porn? Yeah. So circling back to this dodgy ass company, it was already weird as fuck anyway that they were paying a, one, a girl to oh. basically fuck six dudes in a day oh. for not that much money. I feel like trauma. I'm traumatized by this. Yeah. Like I feel sick 
to my stomach about being involved with this especially because she wasn't do- she hated every moment and she was just doing it for the money that was hard to see and and also yeah, these... there was like one or one guy that she liked yeah these guys weren't vetted beforehand that's the other fucked up thing i have seen we have seen things that we should have never have seen like yeah. These guys weren't vetted before. So you can imagine, mm-hmm. like, who wanted to turn up for a porn audition. Yeah, it wasn't, like, hot porn stars. It was it, it was your average Joe. Not even your average Joe. It was it was a different calibre of person. Different ages, like... It was, yeah. And, and it was really hard watching that happen because she really wanted the money and other people would come in and they and also they, like the they la- were going to do porn every like they thought that they were going to do porn she thought she was going to yeah. be a porn star and this was the start of it like yeah. it's all fucked up but then i also like what's crazy is that i ended up calling the well me and the admin um girl ended up calling the police on this company yeah. and we spoke to the police because basically one of the people one of the guys that had come in for an audition um this is why we left basically one of the guys who came in for the audition um obviously was just like what the fuck like you stole my money like you're not making me a porn star like what the fuck is this like dodgy company and um he kept calling up um our admin girl and he wouldn't he wouldn't say anything if i picked up the phone but if she picked up the phone he would say racial slurs to her down the phone mm-hmm. call her like a slut like it was and it got, horrible it, and it got violent right it got, it got like threatening oh yeah. oh yeah it was like i'm gonna come and stab you i'm gonna kill you yeah. like get give my money back you little like really hot like horrible Horrible, racist nasty words nasty Mm. things and we obviously went to the people like the two guys in charge of this little company and we're like we we were shaking we were terrified this person knew where we worked so they could easily come and find us yeah so we follow you home anything Mm -hmm. and it wasn't even just like regular threats as well i remember you guys saying that you heard him sharpening a knife on the phone so this when we went over to tell the bosses, mm-hmm. they were like, oh, girls, don't worry. Go back to the don't office. Don't worry about it's it. Fine. It's fine. And yeah, then fuck off. ring, 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 ring. Like the phone went off and she picked it up and there was just knife sharpening noises yeah. like, like down the, the phone. Fuck? And Inse- we like, were like, we are fucking out of here. Like we yeah. never looked back. We never went back. Like we left at that point. We were like, we are out yeah, and, and of the course they, they didn't want to get the police involved because they were doing dodgy ass fucking shit. They yeah, were we... lying to people. And the website itself, I remember the website just looked so bullshit and like dated and crap. But then people that wanted to become porn stars would, mm. would part with their cash. I can't even remember how much they were paying. They must have been paying like maybe 400 quid a pop or something. No, oh, it was it? 169. 169. To basically fuck someone... Um, and then it go nowhere and they still lied to us constantly it was like they were compulsive liars and it was this other old it was two two guys that was just like and they were living in the room that like everything went down and it was like a grotty like dingy little like basement flat in Marlebone. and yeah I'm like I'm actually terrified of this whole experience like if I saw this guy or anyone involved I would freak the fuck out 
Yeah, this is what puts porn to a bad name, is people who are fuckwits and con artists and and basically jump on... Yeah, jump on like, oh, but we do porn, we're sex, what, you know. It, no, absolutely not. But then again, this was what? This must have been like seven years ago. Yeah. Maybe like even seven, maybe eight, even longer. Seven, eight years ago. That would not be accepted now. It would, yeah, that, we, we would be able to take them to court. We went to the police and we spoke to a policeman. We basically, after that event, like I was terrified. I couldn't go home by myself. So I went back mm-hmm. to hers. Um, and then the police came and met us at her at her family house. Mm-hmm. Um, they didn't do anything about it. We told no. them the whole story. They didn't do Gave it. They didn't, fo- the they information, didn't follow up. The information the wasn't there. Like, mm. you know, I just I just don't know. Like, yeah. maybe, they, the people- maybe they did, but like, I think they follow mm. up with the people that call the police if they ta- if it like something does so. happen yeah or maybe they don't it's it's hard to know i think I they would have been fucked over somewhere because they were just dodgy people the problem is yeah. they weren't horrible people that's why we believe them they were yeah. really lovely they were nice um, to us we got nice like us, free lunches yeah, yeah we like, got paid quite a, a bit for it as well it wasn't like a low paid job it was a decent yeah. paid job got 400 pounds a week and like for me i'd just been working in a bar yeah. and i was like that is decent just just after uni i was like t- paid 25 pound an hour yeah. and that was like insane i'd never been paid that much money before yeah um so yeah again from that horrible situation horrible. a beautiful friendship started um the weirdest which is- way to meet in the whole wide world <laughs> the weirdest way to meet and florence lived this is the in brighton we've never spoken about never, this before never spoken about it because it's traumatic and you just it's almost like a part of your life that you block out i feel you just sick can't believe talking you about it, it to be fair i have ptsd oh, baby girl. but this is but- this is like good the talking about stuff will help you process and get through it this is why yeah. talking therapy is i should good. probably talk about this to it. my therapist yeah i've never spoken about this to anyone before definitely get mike on the phone Apart man from you because you're the only one that knows yeah well we i don't think we quite realized how awful it was at the time you don't realize at the time no like it was just i just was so naive like i can't believe how full like taken in I was by it all yeah all because I just wanted to get into the industry and I was like this is just what it takes yeah and that happens in every industry you know like people do get taken advantage of you know you do work experience for a company that promises you they're going to give you a pay job and then they don't it it happens everywhere it's just Mm -hmm. unfortunate that when it comes to sex work you feel like you have less of a leg to stand on when you're you know when you want to go legal with it um but because of this situation it's like florence and i have like vowed to make sure that when we make porn we are the best that we can possibly be and we treat Mm -hmm. everyone with respect and pay them fairly and there's no sort of like shadiness it's always open and honest because that's how porn should be porn shouldn't be this fucked up horrible situation where it's just lies and taking advantage of people yeah and thank god thank god things are changing thank god people are clearing up the thing is i wouldn't have not done this experience like, i wouldn't have not done it if i had known today because i wouldn't have met you if i would if i hadn't have gone through that so exactly. that's the weird thing is that like yeah obviously it was good that we met in yeah, that weird was silver crazy linings. way yeah. and that's an important thing to take like something shitty that has happened Turned you can take good out of it good. And yeah. even if that good is just learning from the mistake mm. or learning how to behave or learning what to pick up on. Um, yeah. And we can all relate to that. We've all, all we've all been through horrible situations and yeah. we've become better people because of it. 
yeah um and and like that i guess it's it's not what inspired come curious but because mm-hmm. of that job i then ended up living with you yeah baby obviously because we are obsessed with sex we talk about it all the fucking time and then from that we were like maybe people would feel like great if we just spoke about this because we made each other feel great we i remember like nights where we would just be sitting in our dressing gowns drinking tea talking about all our sexual experiences yeah all like the shitty stuff that happened the great stuff that happened it was like kind of like the first Mm. time that we'd really opened up to somebody else on a different level um and we were like you know what we feel really good you've made me feel really good about who i am and what i'm Mm -hmm. into with sex so why don't we see if it it helps other people online and yeah us two were like all right well let's sit in our dressing gowns and talk about sex and film it and put it up on on youtube and vimeo back in the day not really knowing what we would do vimeo fucking crease but (sighs) vimeo works because you could have nudity on vimeo and obviously youtube you couldn't yeah um and then yeah we from there it just it, it, we just started doing that every week posting up a video yeah, us did. chatting not editing the videos those very oh, first videos shit. are fucking hilarious I was editing all the videos at the beginning and i just didn't really edit them so they're all like um yeah like lot like long ass videos and of we us talking for an so hour fucking awkward <laughs> as well but it was really funny yeah. though because i was definitely like that was the first time i was fully like exploring myself in a sexual way and like obviously the whole like porn thing I was like Mm -hmm. cool like I'm finally like doing something that I really was passionate about but I was kind of a little bit scared of like being open about with everyone else I knew but like you made that such like a normal thing and then because we both kind of normalized the whole thing Mm -hmm. with each other that's what created our kind of like dynamic with come curious and it was literally just us in our early 20s just figuring out what sex was and like our relationship with our bodies and I was going through I was going through a huge like change with my body because I had been like really quite miserable and I'd put on loads of weight because I like lost that job Mm. and like I was on the doll and I was drinking a lot and like there was just like (laughs) Uh, and we there was the first time we really played around with webcam work as well together because yeah. we yeah. lived with somebody else who was a webcammer so that was like the first time we sort of had a go with sex work and and that was really fun we made it so fun we had like party nights together where we would you know yeah drink loads have loads of fun i was like smoking so much fucking weed you at the were time smoking so oh much weed. my god yeah all I had day, a, every I, day it was all day every day uh, and also doing a lot of drugs as well like i'm so happy i'm out of that like 10 years of hardcore drug abuse really yeah. thank god i'm out of that i haven't i haven't smoked weed in over five years now i think yeah, yeah wow nice one nice one i feel so much Congrats, better for it babe. weed is great by the way i'm not dissing weed but if you're smoking illegal weed um then you just don't know what's in it and it can just basically exacerbate any pre mental health conditions and shit so that that's what fucked me up it made my ocd so much worse yeah. um yeah the body thing so that was probably what really changed like how I felt about my body, like the nipple hair conversation that we had. Yes. That was like a big deal where I was like, you have nipple hair too? I remember that. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. Because I had like, I think maybe like the previous year, I'd sat down, I was having like a dinner with my mum, my auntie, and we were looking through, I think a photographer's book and Mm -hmm. it had like a photo of a nipple hair in it. 
and they both made like snide comments like oh yeah like that's odd like I'd never oh have any God. nipple hairs and I was just sat there at the table thinking I have a nipple hair that like grows and I pluck it out every single month yeah like, and it's just they're probably coming from a defensive place like oh, they probably have nipple hairs too they probably have nipple hairs too yeah and but it, it why, just comes from it? like oh no I've been you yeah. know like I've to been t- I've been programmed so, to think that this isn't okay yeah so when okay. we spoke about it I was like this is great like all the body yeah, stuff suddenly body like stuff. oh it is completely normal to have a nipple hair or like two mm-hmm. or three or four or five yeah oh yeah I mean my fucking nipples are covered in hair yeah absolutely I mean because it's fucking normal I get the it's random so weird hairs normal do you ever get those like really long hairs that grow out of random places on your body and they're like oh my suddenly absolutely. they must grow so fast because yeah, like you freaks. see one day they're not there <laughs> and the next day they're like two inches long like little blonde tails and you're like yeah what I the get them on it's my, just like coming out face. of your chest oh my I get it on my face get and my I just chest. wake up and I'm like I have a fucking whisker that just like like magically grew overnight like all right see ya yeah. bye pluck yeah. <laughs> but it's just so normal like our bodies are insane organism where now our skin yeah. is a whole organism that it's not gonna just behave itself and do what we yeah. want do what we think it should it's just gonna do fucking crazy shit yeah um but that's i guess that's like the insider gossip of how we met because we've never really we i'm i've never i don't speak about that to anyone and i guess yeah. it's good to talk about it because it makes people aware of like dodgy things like that happening and like knowing just knowing um yeah it's not all fucking like sunshine and rainbows and i'm i'm sure people have felt exactly the same yeah. way with their work and it's hard to talk about it it's really mm-hmm. fucking hard um yeah. but it's like you know now we're in the age of like you can stand up for yourself and you can yeah. tell someone about it and if you yeah. are in a situation like that where you feel uncomfortable at work um talk to yeah, what they call ombudsman that's not maybe not the right term but like talk to somebody about it it doesn't yeah. have to you know talk to a charity look up like a helpline um yeah. uh, find call a the therapist police if you fucking need to yeah call the police because they might just be able to give you a bit more advice and tell you whether or not it's a police worthy situation yeah um i think that happens a lot in domestic abuse such as situations where people don't people assume domestic abuse is like what we've seen on tv and what we hear and what we see on in films and it's like no it doesn't it could literally be your partner telling you that you're stupid and that's a horrible situation to be in it doesn't have to be this big thing you know talk to a charity about about it and then get the advice and yeah i mean yeah it's it's important know the facts help yourself I'm sure we could like divulge more of like like why we started Come Curious and stuff, but I feel like you could probably find that on our YouTube channel and yeah, other places. We, we, we so we've given you like you know we've given you the exclusive <laughs> story here for the new Fucks Given series. Yeah, the yeah it has been an exclusive, um, yeah. and of course like we are so grateful for for having come curious because at first we thought it was literally just a fun little thing that we did until we started getting messages and comments back being like oh my god you've made me feel so much better about myself ourselves and therefore it's turned into a fucking career who fucking knew we have a team of people we we, we pay people to work for us we're a business we're two business boss ladies i know it's it's just mind blown from like it is mind blown I mean, it is, it's been a lot From of hard that work. experience to like what we do now, 
but it has yeah has been seven years of hard work hard hard graft. free work lots free of unpaid <laughs> free work but so we're, please we're, we're sponsor there. this podcast yeah if you're a sponsor because like we yeah we are breaking even at the moment i think a lot of people think that because we have huge numbers on our um views we have a video that's like five point like it's nearly six million views six on million youtube views on youtube the fuck and we're still algorithms because the fucking algorithm because of sex anything from that because we it's an 18 plus and like you know jesus fucking christ <laughs> So we've just given you the lowdown how we met on a porn set and how ter- fucking terrible Jesus, it was. Yeah, and we're not rinsing every single porn studio out there. Like we haven't worked with them, and I'm sure that there are plenty porn studios that are actually good and ethical. But this is our experience, at least. At least it's a shit experience that brought us together, that created yeah. Come Curious and this podcast. Yeah, and it's quite fitting, really, with our whole porn story consequences game with our curious fuckers. We literally love and it. And how we, you know, we said that when we're going to make porn, we are always going to do and strive better and make things as good as possible, ethical and everything and just make it like the best experience ever. And basically this porn consequences game we're going to make into a proper film. Oh, so hell yes. get involved. Basically, we want to do the opposite of how we met that the opposite of (laughs) what the experience all the bad experiences we've ever had working in the adult Mm -hmm. industry um we want to make sure it's like family orientated we want we want people to be on our set and go away and be like i would love to work on that set again not like horrified or traumatized no so as horrible as it is it has it has helped us both be great ethical porn directors and know what we want and know what we don't want so it's you know need to need to have these horrible mistakes to push the world into a better place where we're going to change the way for porn that's that's the idea baby so if you remember last week on the episode our porno started with me sitting in my flat and there was an angry knock at the door (laughs) and it was reed at the door who apparently was my landlady (laughs) nice cool somehow i like this some so he's my landlady and yeah what happens next and we got you guys to write in your ideas and we have chosen at random one of your replies this this reply is jokes though i'm glad we picked this one because it is um it's just hilarious and we're ready to to go in we're ready to destroy (laughs) to go we're ready to go in (laughs) so uh, have a have a little like go into your imagination close your eyes i've just answered the door to read we need like the porn music to go in the background of this right (laughs) i don't know what that was that was like some quack fest so just to refresh your memories the story so far Florence was home alone. It was a typical afternoon of relaxing and casually scrolling through Instagram. Suddenly, there was a knock on the door. Florence looked through the peephole to see her landlady, Reed, stood with her arms crossed. She did not look happy. (gasps) I'm trying to act it out. Tapping my foot. I'm imagining your door as well, your front door. I'm like opening the door. Mm. I kind of love this though because your new building right like if I'm the landlady surely I own the rest of the building that'd be sick oh, yeah. nice I'm well off rich. nice mm. nice one Reed. Mm. 
Yeah. And I'm just giving you all my money. Yeah, basically, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for helping me get rich, Florence. (laughs) Imagine. Um, Shall I go in with the next part? (laughs) Yeah, we're eagerly awaiting. Okay, the next part. Reed tells Florence, I know you've been shagging my husband behind my back and I don't like (gasps) it. Or you, or him for that matter. You don't like me? (laughs) Deep. The deepness. You don't like. You don't like. I don't. I don't like you or him. My husband. I don't like either of you for that matter. Okay, this is a massive plot twist. Whoa! Firstly, I'm married. So, like, what (laughs) fucking twisted alternate universe is this? And secondly, I'm the one that's shagging your husband. My husband, which is kind of like. I mean, I'm fairly certain if I was going to have a husband, we would be either like non-monogamous or poly. So it's kind of like, would it be cheating? Actually, you know what? It would be cheating if I wasn't cool with it because I don't like you, Florence. So like, <laughs> he doesn't like me. So <laughs> so it would be cheating. So yeah, if you're fucking my husband, who's obviously an absolute dreamboat, but yeah, and I'm your arch nemesis <laughs> that lives in your flat and you're taking advantage of me by using me for my rent yeah i upped the rent as well didn't i so that's why yeah that's why i decided to sleep with your husband reed you're like i'm gonna get back at reed she's up my rent it's too ridiculous so yeah let me fuck her um, husband. <laughs> reed's husband's kind of hot um kind of hot excuse me <laughs> yeah i mean i mean i'm married to him he best be fucking dropped dead <laughs> but he's been sleeping with me now so oh. I'm not. I'm not even and, hurt. Uh, I'm just angry, and I don't. Why, how, I don't like you. <laughs> how did you lie. find out? That is the question. I don't know. I don't know. I guess we we will only know when the next part of this story is created for us. We yeah. we need to know. Like guys, you need to put your minds together. Get that porn porno director thinking cap on, and tell us what the next part of this story is. Is it a flashback? Or is it what Reed does to me after she wants to fuck me up, basically? Yeah, so I'm like cheating. I'm I'm torturing Florence. Maybe, plot twist, I found out that you were cheating and then I upped your Mm. rent to to get back at you and now I'm confronting you about it. Oh shit. And you're like, I know you've been fucking my husband and now your rent is £2,000 a month. £2,000 a month. How far can we push this story? What's the next bit? Like we want over the top, dramatic, ridiculous. Because yeah. if we're going to actually make this porno in the future, okay, it need, in, we need to go in. Yeah. We need to go in. There's so yeah, many so- things I want to say, but I don't want to give anyone ideas. <laughs> so right now I'm standing at my door and Reed's basically just like, you cheated. Yeah. And that's, that's what happens next, basically. Is the door open or is the door shut and I'm shouting this through the door? You know what? Maybe maybe the audience decides. Yeah, maybe they Our do. Curious maybe I'm need to help us maybe out. I'm cowering behind the door, like looking through the peephole, like, oh Cow- shit. Oh, this is actually so sad. I feel like I'm, I'm what's gonna happen? But you know what? Maybe I've got maybe I've got your husband like in the room. <gasps> what if he's in there? Oh yeah. shit is gonna go down. Oh. You think two hundred two hundred grand? Wow, you think that two <laughs> grand a month is expensive? Just you fucking wait, fly. <laughs> Just you fucking wait. Uh, but I think also we did want to um touch upon the fact that we do not condone cheating. Oh yes. And this is fully, fully a fantasy. I know that cheating is quite a big 
fantasy for some people, yeah, isn't it? It's not. So. I mean, I think it can be a, a fetish for a lot of people uh, sleeping yeah, around behind yeah. their partner's back. So no um, wonder it's like a popular porn category. Massively popular. The cheating husband or, or wife. Um, but yeah, we do not condone cheating or doing anything behind your partner's back. Um, sleeping with other people when your partner knows that you're sleeping with other people, it's not cheating. It's, yeah. Cheating is just like I can't wait shit. to... I can't wait to hear what happens next. I'm sitting on the edge of my seat waiting. Oh, yes. Right. I'm moist waiting for this. Moistly anticipating. It's going to slip off my chair. (laughs) (laughs) Could you imagine? (laughs) You're right there. Yeah, okay. Okay, so if you want to get involved, we are going to be posting it all over our social media. So make sure you're following the Come Curious Instagram, which is at Come Curious. Or if you want to email in your suggestion, if it it is fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk. You are the directors, the creators, the scriptwriters of this porno. And you can go as far as you like. There are no limits. This is a judgment-free zone. So please help us. Help us to create this absolute, absolute beast yeah, of a porno. Nothing sexy's happened yet. So No, not yet. We've had two entries. What is this? Wow. Really, really thought that there would be more. I mean, uh, who are we even talking to? Who even is this audience? Who Who are are you? you? What is this? (laughs) Impress us. Think the word. We love you. We love you, and we 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 know that this is going to be an amazing porno. So, yeah, get involved. Um, Anyway, we better go. Yeah, we got um, and let leave you to get on with the rest of your days. So, thank you so much for listening to this episode, Curious Fuckers. Oh yeah, I hope hope we've just left you thinking about Florence and I having sex all day long. Um, so I really really hope you enjoyed this episode Uh, don't forget that you can email in to us and DM us and get involved with us and follow us on social media (laughs) at Curious at Reed Amber X and at Florence Bark and also follow this podcast I realise that Apple now doesn't subscribe you follow on Apple Podcasts as well so follow the podcast everywhere Spotify shit is changing and but you can leave a review still on Apple so please do do that if you can yeah I mean you can make it five star like that would be great oh yeah (laughs) because it means that we we get good things coming our way if if loads of people review and and rate and stuff doesn't doesn't it yeah we get like seen more yeah and if you're a brand and you're listening to this Ah, yeah get in contact because you can sponsor us if you want a sexy slot you can slip it in right in between this podcast um also check out our youtube channel where we are uploading our videos straight to youtube so you can see that and if you're actually watching this on youtube remember if you're commuting and you don't want to watch us and you don't want fucking youtube to stop every time just go to spotify or apple podcast so you can listen to us all day all day long and we'll see you next thursday curious fuckers next thursday love you all Bye. bye Crowd Network, a place where you belong. Hey, podcaster, meet ACAST. We're the top independent podcast network for creators in the know. We empower you to develop your podcast idea, find your audience, and grow listener relationships wherever those listeners are. You'll also find a whole range of ways to make money 
From membership plans for paying fans to our fully curated and creative advertising experience. Visit ACAST.com slash network to find out more. ACAST. For the stories.